Monsieur. Welcome to Let's Talk About Texts. Hi, guys. I'm Kara. I'm Christy. I'm Megan. Oh, just so you can check in with all of our voices. <laughs> um, this is our second episode of our podcast. Um, I'm very excited. People, I've been getting some early reviews oh. from friends <laughs> that say they really like it, but that they have to. My one friend like sent it to our group text from college and was like, "I had to turn it. I had to turn it off when you started talking about fingering because my kids were in the car." I was like, "Yeah, oh, this what about for, this made you feel no, like it was a pre-K and up podcast?" Kids. Yeah, I guess we need is a there rating. a podcast that exists that's for a three-year-old to a six-year-old? Like, I'm sure not there a fun is. Hidden brain I'm, or something? Yeah, I, we need a rating. Yeah, um, we're mm-hmm. well, NCAA we are. We are. Oh. We do have an E on iTunes for explicit. For explicit. Yeah. You explicit as hell, girl. Right. Um, so anyway, uh, great to see you, gals. What's our um, What's our attempt at getting Trader Joe's to sponsor us this week? So we I love you, Trader Joe's. I didn't know that Trader Joe's made candy bars. No, oh, they do. So this is called Bofo. Bofo. <laughs> How do you know, though? Because that's a word. Bafo? Yeah. And what's it Actually, mean? the girls on Bitch Sesh have been saying bafo a lot lately as well, like a joke. what does bafo yeah. mean? I think a, uh, like a bafo person. It's like, a, it's, uh, I'm going to look it up, but it's like a, it's a complimentary word. Oh, okay. I hope your definition is a bafo person. You yeah. Know. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. It so, says here, it is of a very successful or wholeheartedly commendatory. So a bafo box office certainty. Hmm. Or... Of a a boffo of a laugh is deep and unrestrained, so it means a success. The finale is a genuine boffo. Okay. Well, this boffo. Let's see if this boffo is boffo with peanuts, caramel, nougat. It's a Snickers. Did you even check to see if one of us had a peanut allergy? I, I know you didn't. <laughs> I know that you're allergic to f- uh, meat. I'm. I just don't eat meat, but I'm not no, allergic but, to any foods. But when people don't eat stuff, you got to just say allergic because by <laughs> choosing not to eat meat, that makes me upset. I know. So if you're like, I have an because al- I'm surprised you hang out with me. To be honest. Well, it when is I hear nice. about you winning chicken wing competition, eating competitions, I'm like, I'm surprised she hangs out with me. It is nice in the times that I've ordered food with you and your husband to like take Jared over to the dark side. Yeah, with you me. just eat like, me with him. Don't you want beef and broccoli, baby? <laughs> the fun friends here. I have a question about this boffo. Mm-hmm. How can they make this and not call it a Snickers? Because it's not a Snickers. There's not even peanuts in it. I don't right, even taste the peanuts. peanuts. I'm yeah. not tasting the peanuts. There's way more nougat. It's all about ratio. Mm. This has much more nougat. This is like to me more like a um, a Milky Way than it is like a Snickers. You have a very sophisticated palate. It's <laughs> <laughs> a non meat eater candy. Uh, it's like when you're blind, how your um your hearing is your better. Senses are better. So you're like the my monster. candy senses are better since I don't eat meat. Mm. You're the monster in a quiet place. Oh. <laughs> We can do a quick movie review. These two bitches just saw A Quiet Place. I haven't seen it. I have uh, a vague interest in seeing it. Not really. My husband wants well, to see it. Well, I went... I learned something about myself today. I got there and I asked CJ, my boyfriend, I was like, are these the recliners? He goes, I I don't know. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, I gotta go. And so I had his keys 
ready to drive myself home if they weren't the recliners. I don't want to <laughs> see a movie not in a recliner seat. Hell yeah. I have to be, I know, I'm not trying so to So what happened? They were recliners? They were recliners, but then I got in there and I didn't recline as much as I wanted to. Yeah. Now that I've been, I've changed. Now that I've been on a lie down bed on a flight, Mm-mm. Yeah, I want to lie down in the theater. And did I fall asleep? Absolutely. It's a quiet movie. There weren't any <laughs> yeah. fucking sounds happening. And he like looked at me like, wake up. I'm like, there's sign language. I can't read. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, mean, I can read. But. I think the first movie I saw in Recline was, guys, I want to say Despicable Me 2. That's a great movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love but, that movie. And even that movie, which is all yapping and sound effects and music stings, I fell asleep a little bit. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, I'm so comfortable. Yeah, I there's a movie theater by us, the Cinemark, which is that's why I went. It's 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 a it's a garbage theater. I mean, the, the screen, I love it. <laughs> I think it's the best the movie theater like, in LA. <laughs> it's like you know, like four big screen TVs put together. It's a really small screen, but it has recliner seats, and that is the that is why I go. Yeah. And my boyfriend's like, "Oh, the quality of the movie's not as good. The screen isn't as big." And I'm like, "I you didn't go even... to movies for the size of the screen. Yeah, I didn't oh know God. that. I go to movie theaters based on their proximity to my home. Yeah, and nothing else. I go for recliners <laughs> and number of Hispanic families, and that's why." The Cinemark in North Hollywood is my favorite theater. <laughs> I tried the car- caramel M&M's today, too. They're fine. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Just okay? Because that sounds kind of up my alley, but also sounds like it was a sugar chewy. baby with a shell. Yeah, it was. I like a smooth caramel, much like this Bofo has. Bo- Bofo? <laughs> That's it. Bofo. Bofo sounds like Bofo sounds like a mean. slur. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah maybe that's why it keeps going in my brain. <laughs> this Bofo. These Bofos keep moving into our neighborhoods. <laughs> this Bofo is smooth. I know it doesn't mean anything, but it, it still made me cringe. But you're like, Kara, please. <laughs> I think we could start it. Yeah. We can pick someone to be mad at. Yeah, I'm sure That's we true. could start. <laughs> a specific racial slur for one person. <laughs> like, uh, like Harvey Weinstein. Like a, or like a Becky Fernandez. Like a Bofo. Oh, mm. yeah. Fernandez. <laughs> <laughs> Becky. Bofo. Right. I don't know. <laughs> okay. So you guys both saw A Quiet Place. Megan got to lie down and take a little nap. You, what What are your like A through F review like letter rating? Well, of I it? love seeing John Krasinski be so serious. It's really cute. Yeah. He's such a little cute. I was thinking his movie career had kind of stagnated because he hadn't really been anything since he was that Navy SEAL. Oh, and I was I like, yeah, they buffed him up to be a Navy SEAL and something. And I was like, he tried to Chris Pratt. No one's going to see this. Yeah. He tried to Chris Pratt. And nobody Pratt. saw it. And mm-hmm. so I thought maybe they were like, oh, no, you got to turn the office Jesus. can't carry a movie. Um, but I, I thought it, I really, I enjoyed it a lot. I thought it was great. But like I was saying to Megan, like my one review is I love the world of it. The story itself was just like, what? It was a mm-hmm. little hard to follow at times. <laughs> I did. I do like a strictly serious movie that at one point I get to laugh out loud. And there was not no no oh, yeah. comic relief, but just something that happened that made myself and our other friend that was with us laugh. And then I kept thinking when I would make noise, like I would go, <clears throat> and then I'd look around like I was oh, dying. Like- I kept thinking I was going to get killed by <laughs> making a noise. So yeah. I was like covering my face. <laughs> and- <laughs> I love laughing at the one part at, in a movie that you're not supposed to laugh at. Yeah. I did it in Wonder weird. Woman. I was like one of two people that cracked up laughing at a part in Wonder Woman that I mean I can't really say it in case anyone hasn't seen Wonder Woman, but it's 
I think that the limitations have run out on that. You well, can there's like a it. part basically where like a it, skinny British man is having a flashback origin story and they just have him super jacked and it's like it can't be his body and mm-hmm. it also doesn't matter that he would be jacked and it was and they just have him like standing in a waterfall being like Raw! and I just started laughing so hard that this British actor who's like a British character actor uh-huh. is just jacked and like all, had a, a six pack. It made no sense and was hilarious to me and the friend that I saw it with who I... Whose name is escaping me? Oh, I think you're gonna. I thought you were about to say who died. Like no, you, if, I like, know it got solved. If you're my friend who no saw longer, Wonder Woman um, with me, please contact with me. Us. At let's talk about text. We need to make sure you're okay. I'll talk. Are you tried, alive? I've tried to watch it four times on a flight. Fell asleep every time. Wonder but I know Woman's it's good. good too. I know it's good, but it was great. It's uh, it was great time. in the theater. Okay, so you liked it, but had some problems. You fell asleep. I'm probably not. No, I see only it. fell asleep for five minutes, oh, okay. so I know what happens. <laughs> but what did? What was your rating of it? I thought it was good. I thought there were some plot holes. There's also like there's just a thing. Ha- she's pregnant, and you're like, why? Yeah, it's why? not as good as Blockers, which is the best movie I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I will I will defend that movie to the fucking grave. That's how I felt about I'm Paddington 2. So. Well, Paddington 2 has a 100 on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. And so. Blockers should. I bet it's close. Blockers I probably has been a doing good well. Who Can I ask one thing? Whose daughter is the Indian one? John Cena, right? Why? Who's his wife it, in it? A really cool Indian woman. Yes. Okay, and, great. Yes. Oh, okay, so I kept sense. seeing the billboard and being like, and not that that matters. There's a, obviously you can adopt kids, but it just was like I, something's happening. I mm-hmm. and yeah. for a little bit I was like, are they fucking? I didn't know. <laughs> okay, so he has a hot. Your Indian mind went wife. to a cool place. <laughs> My mind went to foster kid, Leslie adopted, Mann's, fucking. <laughs> Leslie Mann is fucking this one. Cena's <laughs> fucking this one. Like, oh, we're being blocked by the legal community because they say we can't fuck these kids. It's literally a Nambla movie. That's what Blockers is. <laughs> oh, that's so great. Um, and uh, it's working because Christy Coffee now is fully in support of Man Boy Love. love so that's why that's I saw good. it. Very sexy. Um, let's jump into our text thread, you guys. Let's talk about what we've been texting about. Okay. Megan was in NYC recently, which if you could see her face right now, you could tell she does not love New York. It's not good. Don't go. <laughs> if you're debating, go anywhere else. We can. We could have a debate because I'm a New York lover. I love New York. I know. And you, you but, and, and I, but I understand people that don't like it. But everybody's allowed. And the thing is, I'm, I don't want you to think I'm a bah humbug. I obviously lived there. It was two of the worst years of my life. Um, yeah. It's fine. There's fine thing. Then Can, someone started talking about San Francisco, and I go, well, now there's a place with a real problem. <laughs> like, okay. You know what? Pittsburgh, fall into the ocean. San Fran, nobody needs you. New York, fine. You can stay. Can Can we clarify, though, that we've all lived in New York? Yes. Like, I was about to York. ask you, what was your... What Do you love New York? You- I mean, I was there six years, and by the time I left, I mean, I was, like, resisting the urge to cut my yeah. breasts. But I, like, I have this and weird Megan nostalgia. was there for two? Yeah. <laughs> but I was in Chicago for six. Right. And as a woman on House Hunters that I watched today said, it's a cleaner New York. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Chicago? Well, I'm more, much more affordable. I go yeah, to Chicago and, and I'm like... much less safe. When I go to Chicago, I'm like, guys, I forgot to put some things on the bill. And it's, no, it's just no. cheaper. <laughs> and most people go and they're like, what? This is expensive. 
expensive. <laughs> yeah, there is a range. There is a socioeconomic rainbow in this country. Um, I love New York. I was there for eleven. You were there for six, and you Two. do you still appreciate it? No, Christy, I'm looking oh, at sorry. Christy. I was untangling. <laughs> I, I well, no, I definitely have an appreciation. Like I, I, I have this weird nostalgia when the seasons come around. Where yeah. I'm like I'm looking at all my friends' snow pictures, but now it's April and I'm still looking at snow pictures. So yeah. fuck you. Yeah. It was also like seventy five degrees two of the days that I was there and they were more miserable than the days that were 45 because everyone was outside and guess what everyone that lives there fucking insane go inside get away from me I hate you why are you peeing why are your khakis dirty oh my god just stomping and fuck you you're like what can we just can that be a quiet place a quiet place should just go to New York oh but I like love that about New York you just take the subway you just see so much crazy everywhere Mm -hmm. so as a stand up you don't find that like fun yeah I'm obvious (laughs) listen my psychiatrist went out of the country for three weeks and I haven't had Lexapro in two (laughs) and so I wasn't there in a good mental place I also got deathly ill puked but I was saying it sounded like it was like a lot of a a perfect storm of circumstances but everyone's like you look great yeah, I don't live here anymore. <laughs> so I look good. My skin is happy. So, okay, so you went and you got a little bit sick, but you also uh, went to a... The highlight of the trip. The highlight of the trip. Mean Girls the Musical. I'll give you a little taste. I am Regina George. <laughs> That's how she comes. I mean, it's so... I had been wanting to go, and I asked five friends. <laughs> like, I just kept asking people, and they were like, no, no, no. I mean, the first person... And I did say yes eventually. Lisa and I went, and she, like the night before, she was just like, I can't believe I thought about not going. Because we got there, we had amazing seats. The demographic of people there is the funniest thing I've ever seen. Really? Oh, there was a stretch Escalade. (laughs) There were little girls in tiaras. There were moms being like, okay, do a plastics pose. Like, there's crazy people there. (laughs) Well, the thing is, is they play Mean Girls on ABC Family all Saturday, all Sunday, every weekend. Like, so. So we, I grew up like when it came out, I was like, well, this is fun. But I think even like 10 year old girls now are like, this is my jam. Yeah. Yeah. Very much so. You know, you can't sit with us. Yeah. There's the, they, and the, the, I say things from Mean Girls all the time. Everyone does. It is like, it it is a part of us as people. Like a nun for Gretchen Wieners. Like, or Mm -hmm. I have a heavy flow and a wide set vagina. I mean, like we (laughs) say, I say my sister and I say so many things all the time from that movie. It's so good. All of those hit lines are in it. Yes. They give them the people (laughs) what they want. And people, and then they did sort of, you know, some like update. There was like a Russia dig, you know, yeah. like so. Tina Fey like, wrote it. She wrote it. the book, so obviously it's gonna be funny because Tina Fey wrote it. I wanted to know whether the music was the, gonna be good. Her husband did the music. Oh my god! So I, he, love I don't her know husband. if that means like he uh, is he a, he didn't. So do he's the a lyrics. composer. Yeah, so yeah. he probably doesn't do so the he lyrics. Did that. But then the set is really cool. I mean, I don't want to give it, a, but like they just do a really good job. There's like dancing on um, trays in the cafeteria. Oh. No. Um, the slam book is kind of like projected all yes. over at different times. The outfits are great. And the the four girls, like Katie, on they are incredible. We saw Katie and Regina outside afterwards, and they were like signing autographs. And then they just like walked 
walked into this, and like they walked by us, and I go, "You were really good." Like I didn't know what to say, <laughs> and then I go, "And now you guys just walk." Like no they one just was, go to the subway no and they call them to them. their one bedroom apartment, yeah. Yeah. and they go, "That they what probably a crazy share life. with each other." They don't but, even know the blue almond girl gave them a compliment. No, no they were like, "Who are these old women?" Here? Yeah. <laughs> if anybody um, doesn't know what Megan looks like, please Google her because she is the star of a blue diamond almond commercial right now that is playing during major, major <laughs> network television shows. Um, and uh, okay, don't deny your cravings. So eat them, <laughs> but like you don't even say it nice, like you just said it. You kind of say it like, "Do this," oh, like in the commercial. You're kind of that, telling me what to do, that was, and I like um, it. That was that was that took some notes for me to get there. <laughs> they were like, "You're being too nice." I was like, "Okay, I guess." You're like basically this like cute lady sitting on a couch eating almonds, telling me to fucking eat my cravings, and I'm like, "No, rem- that actually resonates. I like it." I remember at one point them telling me to do something. I go, "Well, I'm not gonna hate fuck the almond." <laughs> Oh my God! Is this like behind the scenes of a Blue Diamond yeah. commercial? Um, wait, the thing that I wanted to ask. Okay, so back to Mean Girls musical really quickly because uh, Jeff Richmond is Tina Fey's husband, and mm-hmm. he composed the theme ro- the theme song to Thirty Rock and Parks and Rec, which what? are two theme songs oh that God. I absolutely love. Like I would truly listen to those theme songs like on a mix. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and they're just fucking instrumental theme songs. But I'm so happy to hear that the music is good. It's really um, good. The CD is not out yet, but if it was. I would I would have bought it there in they a heartbeat. They should have done a reality show of like picking those four girls. I would have watched that. So, oh, yeah. It would, I haven't even gone. I mean, there was a shirt that says, I'm a cool mom. That was $50 that we both went back and forth on. Being like, do we need this? Do we not? Do we need this? I got a magnet. You're like, I am. for $29.99, I would yeah. do that. I'm a cool mom. But for 50 that's Broadway prices. I am going to get the CD when it comes out. Janice was great. I mean, everybody is like top, top. Not there because I've seen Groundhog Day the musical. Oh yeah, let's talk about what are. Let's talk about bad musicals. Have you guys seen bad musicals mm-hmm. on Broadway? Mm-hmm. Okay, go ahead. So I saw Groundhog Day in previews. Okay, hi. Yeah, and it was bad. It was really bad. It was and bad. It was terrible. And like CJ and I were like laughing because we were high. But then at the end, people stood up and gave a standing ovation. And I was like, oh, we got to get out of here. <laughs> like these people are on. And like it also just like there was a man stuck on stage at one point. Like they hadn't worked out the kinks yet. That's yes. why it was. But it was like the music was bad. There was, uh, there there was a racially weird casting decision that made me uncomfortable but not like hamilton it was no like, no, yeah. no 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 they picked they picked the wrong person to like play a mentally handicapped person oh. and it made me cringe who's mentally handicapped in groundhog day the movie who knows <laughs> who knows <laughs> That's ned ryerson Bro- broadway is fun though because there you can tell there are a lot of people that are just happy to be there yes. they're like broadway baby it doesn't even yeah. matter what the show is if it's good or not they're gonna give it a standing ovation yeah. no matter what sure. they're gonna go to carmine's afterwards and be like this is the best spaghetti i've ever had <laughs> sparrow get a slice right. oh my gosh square. especially if you ever go see a play on broadway i recently saw laurie metcalf <sighs> America's fucking god in uh in A Doll's House Part Two, which Whoa, was amazing. Part two, yeah, it's like a play that takes place like after the play A Doll's House. Whoa, Whoa. it's really <laughs> awesome. And but I saw a matinee, so when you go to a matinee at like mm. two o'clock on a weekday, it's all olds. And Megan, I don't mean to blaspheme against your people because I know you are <laughs> the patron saint of old people, but. 
they don't know how to turn their goddamn phones off. I swear yeah. to God, six phones rang during this performance. Maybe it was a And they don't alert. just ring once. Like, you no, know, when your phone rings once it. and you go, Ugh, and you turn it off and you're like, well, okay, we can all move past that. It's like you're hearing a full concerto coming out of a phone because they don't know how to get to well, it. Well, and then you hear like, Doris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't find it. <laughs> I took, on one of our outings, I took the old people to a, a matinee performance of Brigadoon in downtown Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> and I looked, at, there were 12 oldies I took because that's how many could fit on the bus. This was a hot ticket. Everybody wanted to go. And I looked down at one point all asleep. <laughs> 12 naps taking place. And I bet they all said they loved it. Oh, yeah. And Brigadoon's probably the worst musical that's ever been. Yeah. It's horrible. I saw a bad Annie. What? Jared, my husband got me when we were dating. He got me for Valentine's Day tickets to go see Annie. And I was like, that's great. I love going to see Broadway stuff. And I saw Annie in previews. Mm. And little Annie had not gotten her stage legs yet. She mm. was just real flat and like no charisma. Mm. She was just real like, the sun will come in. Like it was like there was nothing. It was boring. And it was before. Then I think they started doing stunt casting with like Jane Lynch as um, Miss Annie. Hannigan. Yeah. But like. And I would have been interested in that, but it was before that. So that I was saw, a bummer. Who who did Jude Law cheat on with the nanny? Sienna Miller. I saw her in Cabaret <laughs> and I was upset. Oh, I don't know why you would have done that. Well, I didn't buy the tickets. <laughs> it was a gift from you know someone I no longer with us. I would have loved to have seen Kyle. Uh, uh, sorry, I would have loved to have seen Candy Burris in Chicago. What? I would have too. I didn't even know that happened. She recently yeah. played Mama Morton. Yeah, oh, that's fun. Oh, it's cool. Yeah. If you follow her on Instagram, she talked about it a lot. Can I just um, say my favorite musical that I went to? Yes. Even though, well, just because I, well, I, I prefer the negative tag, but if you want to go positive, I mean, that's just up to you. Only because my mom, like, used to get, she, she had a good job and she used to get bribed by, like, agencies for her business. And we got to see Book of Mormon, like, oh, the nice. month that came out. It's the best. And I was sitting, like, three seats down from Stephen Colbert. And then Catherine Heichel was six rows behind me. Wow. Yeah. Behind you. And that bitch walked in late, okay, well, with her sunglasses on. And I remember, because you know how Broadway shows are, like, really tight and you're like yeah. knees mm. are up against the seats ahead of you mm. like she walked in light with a whole entourage of like seven people and then made everyone stand up so that she could like scoot through and she had her sunglasses on the whole fucking time and I'm like Andrew Rannells is on stage right now yeah. Josh motherfucking gad you better respect and Grey's also, Anatomy like, was it did, no was one's this turning around to look at you we're all looking forward it's right. Broadway <laughs> yeah. was this when she before or after her fall from grace it was like as it was happening probably during because I don't support the fall from grace anymore, just based on Feminism. the Me Too movement. Yeah, yeah. I'm just mm-hmm. like, yeah, if all these fuckers were doing it, I think Katherine Heigl can come back with her bad tooth. <laughs> yeah. You know? Get you her guys back know in I here. went to high school with her, right? <laughs> no. What? Yeah, I went to high school with Katherine Heigl. How, I thought uh, she, didn't she like live in a car? No. Oh. No, I think like... She lived in New Canaan, Connecticut and went to my high school. <laughs> were you there at the same time? She was time? Mormon, too. Yeah. And were you friends? No. She was a year, she was older than me, was and she, she popular. Well, in that way that she'd already started acting, so she okay. like left for a bunch of like when I was a freshman and and she was older, she left and like went to do My Father the, the hero, hero, and we were all like obsessed with it. Like yeah. she was Mormon, so she had to get a butt double for the scene where she's wearing like a like a thong bikini bottom. Oh and, like it was like we were all obsessed with talking about it, and then she'd like get on the cover of Seventeen magazine. I'd be like, she goes to my school. Like wow. it was it was like so it was like I was in the bathroom with her one time. Like she came into the bathroom, and I remember like I shivered. Like I I felt so scared and. <laughs> Cold. She was hot. So yeah, she, yeah, and like it was just scary. She was really friends with just like a few Mormons because she was Mormon back then. Mm-hmm. And um, 
Yeah, so she wouldn't know me, but if I met her, I would be like, we have a bunch of friends in common. Maybe that's why she had the sunglasses on, because she was upset at the show. It's too real. Right? Oh, no, but by then she had been... Actually, that's like kind of a fun... That would have been like a fun press opportunity for her, because I yeah. think she's been done with Mormonism for like a long time. Mm. So that would have been like a fun press opportunity for her to be like, this musical really nailed it. Well, she know? walked in late, and then I remembered she was also like the first person to give the standing ovation. Like, I think they were like still on stage, like rapping it. Like, she wanted to like really be eager about how much she liked the show too and I also remembered like sitting so close to Stephen Colbert that anytime something funny happened everyone looked at him to see if he was laughing and I could feel how uncomfortable he was with people's eyes on him like he was trying to look straight ahead because everyone around him was looking at him that's weird yeah so maybe Catherine Heigl had a point with wearing the sunglasses (laughs) Um, but also yeah uh, I don't know so you're wait what were you saying before about like you're you think she should have a comeback yeah she will I mean, I think she will. I don't know. It could be in like 15 years. She could do like a Nicolette Sheridan situation where she comes back as like a cougar and something. I could see that. She'll come back like later older. But she was in like a like kitty litter commercial. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. She might be a Lindsay Lohan lawyer.com kind of But she also just had like a primetime television show that got canceled very quickly, but like two years ago. No, she's getting chances. So they're giving her some stuff. Maybe you'll give her a chance, Kara. Yeah. Your well, old friend. She went by Katie in high school. So no. Katie, Katie, when I hit it big, don't worry, girl, I'm bringing you with me. I'm bringing all the graduates of New Canaan High School with me. You, Ann Coulter, Madison Hildebrand from Million Dollar Listing. These are all people who went to my high school. What the fuck? Wow. I mean, Ann Coulter didn't go to high school with me, you guys. I'm not 90. I don't think so. But, um, That's incredible. Anyway. Distinguished. So let's talk about, um, we, you were also texting us. Uh, that you went to the uh, a, a very fun SNL after party, huh? Did I say it was fun? Well, you said you ordered a lot of food, so I assumed oh, that it was yeah, fun. Yeah, multiple people commented on how much food I ordered there. So wait, I, I was like, I'm sorry that you found ground cocaine and that I want some fucking mozzarella balls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mozzarella sticks were from my appetizer sampler. Okay, wait. Let me just clarify, because when I was, I was a page at NBC, so we used to work at SNL, and then as soon as we got everybody out of the out of the studio the pages we were not invited to the after party we were invited to the after after party which uh-huh. started at like 3am so from like 1am to 3am we would go to someone's house and like pound Red Bull vodka and then show <laughs> yeah. up bombed at some club at 3 o'clock and dance until 6 in the morning because I was always told that the after party was more of a dinner now did you go to that? I mean I ate food Okay. It was a dinner. That was right there, after. Yeah, but it seemed like everybody was there. I mean, it was like a huge restaurant. I Maybe I'll, they just like were like, none of the help. Maybe. <laughs> well, I kept... C- CJ worked at 30 Rock for 13 weeks, exactly. So I he kept being like, oh, we go in this... Like, he like knew which door we go into. But then when we got inside, he just was like, I used to go to that J. Crew a lot. Like, he yeah, yeah, know, yeah. Because I was like, who's that person? Are they a page? Because I just like had questions. And he was like... I actually don't know. The pages wear Brooks Brothers suits yeah. now. We used to yeah. wear casual corner navy shift dresses. But then there were girls dressed kind of cute, but who looked very young. Because yeah. they, when you're a page for the show, you like you dress in like cute outfits. Okay, and you gotcha. work for the show, but you're still a page. Like that's your assignment. Like I was the Conan page, but even when I was the Conan page, I had to wear my dress. Okay. Because I was like a daytime page. When you're like a nighttime thing. Did you have the option to wear pants if you wanted to? No. <gasps> oh my God. No. I mean, I don't. I never asked, but no woman that I was a page with ever wore pants. Wow. Not in 2018, baby. No. Nope. In, 2000, in 2005. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the party was fun. I mean, I ate a bunch of food, and then I knew we were getting 
picked up at 9 a.m. So you didn't so, go to the after-after party? I mean, we left at 5. Oh. I was upset. So maybe they've, like, merged them into one party Yeah, I don't now. know. But they were saying that there was, like, something more. And my... CJ was drunk and kept being like, we should... I heard, no, actually, I didn't. I heard him talking to people going... I mean, <laughs> and then I heard like our other friend be like, "Yeah, if Megan wants to go, we'll go." And I was just like, "I, I walked up hear to him you. and I went, rip it up. <laughs> we're out of here, Lauren. Fuck you. We're out of here. <laughs> Thanks for Trump. Uh, you got to see a pretty good show though. John Mulaney's show was pretty. Yeah, good. he was. Uh, he was um, good. I sat in a room and watched it on a TV. Oh, so you guys weren't even in the? No, I was in the writers' room. Oh. But I had fun. I mean, that's better because then you can. Yeah. I kept laughing at the mix at the mess ups, and I guess you're not supposed to do that. <laughs> like a set broke, and I thought that was a hoot. <laughs> I said, "We're live. It's Saturday yeah. night." Um, but I, I, it, I, I used to go to those after after parties with my friends, bombed, and then we would, no matter the month, request "All I Want for Christmas Is You" by Mariah Carey, <laughs> and then we would just dance, uh, like dance, and I remember smoking weed with Keenan Thompson one time oh, nice. and I remember I one time I, I met Andy Samberg and Bill Hader on their first night and they were like so nervous oh. and they were like we were like you guys did great and they were like do you think so we were like yeah, yeah. and our opinions matter because we're 24 yeah, <laughs> yeah. they well, really rode that high there's yeah. lots of uh, ener- energy yeah and not all of it is good <laughs> I, I do want to say that um, when I told Megan I saw blockers her response was I don't like comedies <laughs> so that's what we're dealing with here my well, because my my parents we were that was my, really funny. My parents kept going. We're staying up, and I was like, I'm gonna be in a room in the back. Yeah, you're I'm not, not gonna, gonna see be. us. And then my mom would, would go, "How was it? As good as sketch comedy can be?" And she goes, "You know, stand up really is the best." I go, "Stand up is the most embarrassing form of horror <laughs> that's ever been created." So uh, sketch comedy is actually above stand up because at least there's like multiple people involved to check some of the narcissism. <laughs> Well, you heard it here first. Megan Gailey, successful stand-up comedian. (laughs) Self-loather. Christy, then you were texting us about a... When after I party went. that you went to. Yeah. You did it right. <laughs> and it sounds amazing. <laughs> so I went um, at probably at like 2 o'clock in the morning. It was at Dave and Buster's in Times Square. What? Hey. And it was the night that Drake both performed and hosted. And then after the at the after party, there was like a DJ booth set up. And I was like, I had my eye on it because I was like, I know he's going to perform. And everyone was kind of like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. I was like, I know he is. And the second I saw his bodyguards walk in, I like ran up to the front. And so I I was like probably four feet away from him as he wow. was performing in his entire new album. At a Dave and Buster's. At a Dave and Buster's. And that sounds so wildly <laughs> I embarrassing. I wonder why they would pick Dave and Buster's. This was like a really nice high end restaurant I mean, you that we were at. I wonder, but then when you're there and all the games are free, you're in fucking heaven. It's like, well, the remember best. Beyonce did a birthday at Dave and Buster's, so I think she kind of made it cool. Well, the Ball family always has events at Dave and Buster's. Well, that's so. another story. <laughs> when you have fuck you money, you're bored with fancy food. Yeah, you yeah. want to play Dude, some ping pong. Yeah, you want to yeah. play pop it whack-a-mole whack-a-mole thank you <laughs> so anyway drake performed and then he had this bit or he did this thing where he um had like hundreds and hundreds of dollars and two dollar bills that he threw into the audience and um they all landed on the floor in front of me so i took out my cell phone flashlight and i was like you know like asking people to move so i could like pick up 
the $2 bills and money. And then his security guard uh, tried to kick me out <laughs> because he was like, you can't do that. And I was What's like, you can't pick up um, money that I hi, guess made what? it rain on the crowd with? It's free fucking money. And yeah, I'm going to take do with it? it. I don't know. But there was really, really hot girls there. It was kind of mm. in that moment that I realized for the first time that Drake could literally have sex with anyone he wants to have sex with. Mm-hmm. It was like the hottest 21-year-old girls in skin-tight dresses just like making eye contact with him fiercely the whole time. <laughs> like, fuck me. And then so I picked up all the $2 bills and then me and my friend Melissa Satoski went to get McDonald's breakfast. And you paid for it with Drake $2 bills. <laughs> yeah, and I and I tried I to that. tell them, but they were like, no, we don't care. We they don't were like, this you. doesn't actually increase the value of it. <laughs> That's really There were funny. lots of hot women in skin-tight dresses trying to have sex with John Mulaney, too. <laughs> <laughs> Just flanking the hallway. Same amount, I'm sure. Going, I, I love new in town. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jack White was the musical guest. His face isn't okay. Yeah, you texted us that. He put a woman's mask on. You said, you said he, you texted the, our thread, uh, he looks like he, st- or you said Jack White stole a woman's face and put it on his own, and I was like, did, did something happen at this party? <laughs> Like, I didn't understand what you were saying. Because to read it and to hear you say it is a little different. And then you were like, no, it looks like he skinned a woman and is, like, wearing her face. Because when he was on the, like, screen... Actually, we didn't even see him on the screen. We didn't even get the live feed of the musical guest. I was pouring... I was drinking Hennessy. I had (laughs) Hennessy for the first time. I guess there's different levels, and this was a top level. Excellent. Really? (laughs) So, but then Jack White, you know, breezed through, like, Edward Scissorhands at the after party. And you, like, seeing his face in person was, oh, you were like, oh, God. Same same chill I got from Catherine Heigl in that bathroom (laughs) in ninth grade, I bet. I was going to say, I knew exactly what you were talking about because I've seen a picture of him recently, and it's not. See, when I was, not to circle back to my page days, which seems to be all I'm talking about. No, I think that's very important. he He was a musical guest for a week one time. With with uh, with Meg White, the White Stripes were a musical guest for like a full week, and so I took care a Conan. I'm sorry, so I took care of them like every day, like bringing stuff to their dressing room, and like their rider was very alcohol heavy. (laughs) It was basically just like whiskey. He had a he had a woman with him who I'm guessing is his partner, uh, who looked like hot Elvira. Oh, Mm -hmm. yeah. That's Maybe he's wearing brand. her face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They definitely go to the same makeup artist, for sure. <laughs> okay. Um, we have to take a quick little break. Um, when we come back, we have so much more to talk about. And we are back at Let's Talk About Text. And now we're going to dive right into a little segment we like to call it follows. This is where we recommend a social media account that we highly recommend that you have to be following right now. Now, Megan, I would like you to start because the person that you suggested, I had never heard of before. And that, but I thought I was suggesting like too much of a celebrity. Oh, it's, like mine is very obvious, but yours, it, I don't even know it. I mean, Christy and I, I think we were, show- were you following it before CJ? No, he taught my, me. My eyes were open to this by my boyfriend CJ, who does work in the social media world. Some would call him a mogul. Okay. <laughs> he does know. He works in the social media world. And also I think that you having access to the sports world, I feel like it opens like this a little bit more. This one isn't even sporty. It's not it's, sporty. It's Daquan. Everyone's probably rolling their eyes like, of course of we course. follow Daquan. Okay, yeah, it does have 10.9 million followers and I've never heard of it. <laughs> but Daquan is, uh, I'm, I, to, it's just like a meme machine? Oh, it's well, more than it's that. Well, it's kind of like, it's actually, sadly, pretty similar to like what the fat Jew and like fuck Jerry used to be, but Daquan is 
is it what is Daquan he's cultivating mean? at a higher level What's i his think name? oh daquan's oh. the guy yeah Daquan's oh. the guy that's not a picture of him okay that's just uh no his his curating is unparalleled yeah i think he posts i can watch every single video on his page I mean, I'm following all night. right now. I'm yeah. literally pressing the follow button as we speak. It makes, uh, but you saw like Yodel Boy. Yes, Yodel Boy. I the first time I saw Yodel Boy was on Daquan. Okay, so it's, it's so he's breaking Yodel Boy and stuff like that. It, absolutely, mm-hmm. okay. he has created so many Yodel Boys like esque stars. <laughs> yeah, um, they, I don't know where they come I from saw Daquan. Yodel Boy, but I saw him. What's the other hip hop one? I feel I saw Shade Room. Are you talking about the Shade Room? No, because I followed the Shade Room forever, and I recently had to stop because they need a less frequency button on Instagram. Mm -hmm. I was like Mm -hmm. scrolling for minutes where it was just Shade Room posts, and I was like, I would love to see a friend if Mm -hmm. I could see one friendly face. That's how I got with the Workus twins. I had to unfollow. Both sisters you and the dual page. I was like, that's... The, and I follow so many... I follow like 2,500 accounts because I just don't care. I'll yeah. just like keep looking at them. I follow like 17 Pacers account. Like I just am <laughs> whatever. And the work as sisters had to go. From Bravo's Summer House, which I refuse <laughs> yeah. to watch. I love I what a deep cut that was. That was so deep. Okay, so yours is Daquan. Christy? Okay, so mine, I just really want you guys to... Um, Close your eyes, and I want to transport you to a time where Lindsay Lohan is our queen, <laughs> and Paris Hilton is still making money, and um, it's called Party Like the... T- <laughs> what is it? I just forgot my own. Oh, it's called Party Like Party It's like 2000. 2000. That has yeah. 82.9 thousand followers. I love... Uh, uh, Instagrams from that time period. There's a bunch. Mm-hmm. There's like it's kind know. of amazing because we didn't have Instagram, so now it's kind of like imagine if you did have it. Right. So they're from like Us Weekly. Us Weekly, and it's these pictures of like Ashley Simpson. She still has black hair before the nose job, bangs, yeah. black hair. She's like mm-hmm. trying to be different than Jessica. It's Lindsay Lohan with Paris Hilton and Britney Spears out after a night of partying. It's like yeah. all of those pictures from that time where you're just like. Wow, what a messy... Yeah, like fucking Christina fun. Aguilera in her nasty, like, white-on-black, oh, dirty face. We're getting dirty face. Yeah, we're getting, like... White-on-black hair is what I meant, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Um, yeah, like, this is hilarious. It's, this is fun. It's all those pictures that I grew up, like, it, that were just all over the tabloids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like newlyweds era. Oh, right. Great. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, yeah, but, like, Rise of Lohan, <laughs> Rise of the 24-Hour News Cycle, really, mm-hmm. and, like, gossip blogs, Perez Hilton, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Exactly. I used to scroll those when I would have boring office jobs. I swear to God, if Perez Hilton didn't put up a new photo in 20 minutes, oh I'd be like, yeah. fuck you. I like, checked him every single morning. That was the first thing yeah. I would do when I got wow. to work was check Perez. I had it was Google like he was Reader. The shit. I had Google Reader, which was just like an was like a um, aggregate that would just aggregate all of the gossip blogs that I followed. And I wow. would just scroll <laughs> it like a zombie. I would read Reality Steve sometimes. Who the hell is that? Oh, he's got all the spoilers for The Bachelor. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> I don't want spoilers. I, just I don't want, watch The Bachelor. I just want shit talk. But then he would, like, get in fights with people. Like, there were, like, Reality Steve, like, spinoff ones. And he'd be like, I know that Reality Steven, too. Like, he had fight. He had feuds with other spoiler <laughs> accounts. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Kara. Um, okay, so mine seems very basic, and I bet you a bunch of people already follow this person. But you know how sometimes I think... 
I'll sometimes remember a celebrity that I'm really into and be mm-hmm. like, why don't I follow them? Yeah, that happens. So in case anyone is not following one Miss Britney Spears, mm-hmm. I don't know what the hell you're doing with your life because <laughs> Britney Spears is a 38-year-old woman with two children who is under a conservatorship by her father. Like, she cannot spend any money on her own. She is truly trapped in a prison of her own making. And Instagram is the only place where she's free. Mm-hmm. It really is. I know that sounds really sad, but Instagram is the only place where I feel like Britney's got the reins. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing. So I was... Um, my my Oh, our friend who was on the last episode, Jamie Lee, we both recommended these accounts to each other at one point. She recommended me Reese Witherspoon, and I recommended her Britney Spears because she was like, oh my God, it, Reese is like queen basic, and Britney is... So, I mean, Brittany will just literally p- p- like post on Instagram a shot of like a porcelain teacup and be like, anyone fancy a spot of tea? Yeah. Like, what are you doing, Brittany? <laughs> What's going on? You know the filters that are on the Instagram stories? Mm-hmm. She'll screenshot that and make an actual post of it. Oh. Yeah. And it's like, look how pretty I look. But it's like, yeah, you're also a deer. It doesn't, it's not real. <laughs> so I, but she, po- so she posted this week, um, a video of her dancing with this like hot man and it's her boyfriend. I oh, did yeah. some like Googling oh, yeah. and I texted you guys and I got no response. Well, I have been on a <laughs> podcast discussing Britney Spears' Instagram before. Uh, Barbara Gray and Tess Barker have a beautiful podcast dedicated just to Britney Spears' I've heard, which I've Instagram. Heard of. Yes. Yeah. And are they still doing it? I think so. Oh, okay. I did it like a month ago. Well, this is a plug for their podcast because her Instagram is so amazing. It deserves more time than we're going to give it today. Yeah. But- I feel like I care that she has a boyfriend, but like I st- she's she's kind of dropping. And like, I saw her in Vegas. Did you see her in Vegas? No, no, no. But okay. I've seen her twice in concert. I saw her in Vegas. I've was- seen her. Mm-hmm. I saw her top of her game. Mm-hmm. Dream Within a Dream Tour. 2002. Mm-hmm. Like cowboy hat. The The waterproof cowboy hat with the water coming down like the top of her game oh yeah 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 then I saw her circus like right when things had gone badly but she was sort of coming back but she was like just going through the motions right and people had told me that Vegas was a little bit like that it is and I have to be honest like I I kind of like I got a little I got a bad taste in my mouth for it because she just seemed so sad and bored I left the Vegas concert being yeah disenchanted with her as an artist but very intrigued with her as the person <laughs> because it was just like she had it, w- it was also two days after Christmas, so, like, I thought maybe we were going to have some, like, what did you guys get for Christmas? Just like, <laughs> hey. Like, she only had, like, two shows left, and I'm like, Britt, it's December 27th. Come, like, a Santa hat? Nothing. <laughs> what did Santa bring you? No. Not, <laughs> not, not even that? No. Wow. Nope, nope, nope. You could have told her it was July 24th. <laughs> she yeah. had no fucking idea. Yeah, I think she's medicated, but also, I feel bad because what somebody told me a couple years ago was... Her and Justin Timberlake both like blew out their knees with all their dancing. Mm. So she'll never dance the way she mm. used to. And I think we think she's just kind of going through it, but she just physically can't. But also mm. then I think pills. But they didn't even put her face on a big screen because she's not even pretending to sing. It's fine. It's fine, yeah. you guys. It's fine. I think she looks great. <laughs> no. On her Instagram yeah, her right now, looks she great. looks great. Like she's in great shape. Mm-hmm. She looks great. She looks very happy. That she man's seems very like a good hot. Mom. That man's very hot. I don't know if he's a gold digger. No, but he's good. If she's happy, and they've been I'm together happy. for like from the articles yeah. I read, she hasn't really been acknowledging it publicly that much. But they've been there's been signs of them together for like almost two years. So that's kind of like a long no he thing seems, for her. He's like a upgrade. He's yeah, good. from he's Kevin good. Federline. Yeah, from yeah from. Well, I just like, kind of Ugh. if he was a golder, I don't know. I just like that they're kind of just dance. Like it was like a video where they were just like doing ballroom dance moves together. <laughs> like he was dipping her and lifting her up, and I was like, 
she needs this. But the whole, the older I get, and I know this is like a little off topic, but like the more I respect how often Beyonce drops it low. Like <laughs> when crazy. I when I used to like, I mean, I was a dance hall queen, and I would drop it low all the time. And I thought I, it's always going to be this way. I'm always mm-hmm. going to be a girl who drops it low. Mm-hmm. But the, but now I look at Beyonce and I'm like, you're in your 30s. Like I don't know how no. you do. This. Eventually, your and knees send you a resignation letter, <laughs> and they're like, we're not doing this anymore. We quit. And so for Britney, I give her that pass. You know. We this was something we were supposed to talk about in the first segment, but we got too wrapped up in Broadway. We were supposed to talk about Beachella, which was this past weekend. And I know when this comes out, it'll be, we'll have already been to, on to talking about weekend number two, but scrolling through the Beachella hashtag on Sunday morning in my bed was life changing. Yeah. <laughs> and I can't imagine being there. Like it yeah. was, she's, um, I don't think we deserve her. My brother sent me a text like right after because he was at Coachella and he was just like, my life is forever changed. Yeah. Like wow. I, I'm, yeah. I'm a different person totally. than I was before I saw it. Wow. I can't imagine having been there like live. We, we were talking about this last night because Megan was on my show last night and we were talking about like, I don't, you follow sports and stuff. I don't, to me, that's like watching someone play like a full Ba- basketball, soccer. What's the most athletic? There's like, like a there's like game. a Jordan flu game that's very fit that people will like reference. Yeah, like that's how that. does she just do that for? Mm-hmm. It was two hours, wasn't it? Like, mm-hmm. and it's not like look. It's not, I I didn't think maybe there were, but it's not like when you go see Mariah Carey in concert, she truly never moves her legs. She's either being stood, she's being carried, carried. she's in a throne, she's lounging on a piano. Like, I don't think Beyonce takes any sit-downs. No. You know what I mean? No. So it's it's really impressive. No, it's great. I mean, Megan, you heard it here say. first. Well, this is the quietest I've ever heard you on I'm a just, subject. I'm just taking it all in. Oh, I, okay. I, well, because I thought I maybe stuff. you're, like, over-talking no, about no, it. No, 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 no. I have... I, I We saw her, not together, but, but was semi-together at... Concert? at, yeah. at Dodger Stadium and I did too much Molly <laughs> and it, it and I was also going through a very interesting breakup moment where it uh, it I know the concert was great but I cried the whole time and not in a good way oh, got because it. in the breakup that was happening I was Jay-Z so <laughs> there wasn't like I just kept I, every song I was like yeah, it's I'm my a, fault. Yeah, my mom. I did this. <laughs> my mom's trying to kill myself. Like it was, it was too emotional. Oh my god! So it's tough to tap back oh. into that. When that I saw Beyonce, so I, we so this. Me and Fairbrook saw her in New York, and um, the girl that was selling us beer said, "Hey, just so you guys know." Destiny's Child and Jay Z are both coming out for the encore, uh-huh. and we waited the whole concert. We waited for thirty minutes after she got off stage, and there was no encore. No, honestly, there was no Destiny's honestly, Child. Honestly, that's the best prank I've ever it's heard. The best that's troll. the best prank I've I ever heard. I was like, this girl probably said it to every single person she sold a beer I to. I love that. We so told much. everyone in the bathroom. There was like a bathroom line of thirty girls, and I was like, did you guys know that Destiny's Child you is here? Spread it like wildfire. <laughs> Yeah, that's all. And people were probably like, security was probably dragging basic bitches out of that fucking stadium. They were going to wait there until the next day. Michelle and Kelly. (laughs) Well, when it got to, because I remember thinking, like, we're in LA. Somebody's coming. Yes. I don't know if it's Barack. I don't know if it's Michelle. I don't know who it's going to be. It's going to be somebody. It's going to be big. It's going to be fucking the whole Dodgers team. And then I was such an emotional wreck. It was nobody. That by the time it ended, I was like, we got to get out of here. Like, yeah. I was like relieved that there wasn't an encore because I don't think I could take well, it. Well, you covered it pretty well because I met you right after that concert at a bar and you seemed fine. I was I was drinking 
And I, I, I you're when, wearing a wonderful jumpsuit. Yes, and Who once I started walking, people, I, I started getting compliments, and they revived me. Oh, much like an brought IV, to life, brought to life by I, compliments. Absolutely, <laughs> that's all clear, <laughs> clear. That's cut perfectly to your body. Oh, she's alive. I, we're getting a heartbeat. <laughs> After me, I wore a head-to-toe pink jumpsuit to Mean Girls, too. I have a, Was I it have the a, same one? No, a new oh one. God, you have multiple pink Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, because that one that you saw me in, that's like a coral. It this is. was like a hot pink. Yeah, yeah. So I have a jumpsuit for every occasion. And so we were, like, afterwards when Lisa and I saw CJ, he's like, did you get some more compliments? Because when we were walking to dinner, I got some compliments on the okay. jumpsuit. And before I could, because I was like, no, I really did. Lisa was like, too many. Like, <laughs> like, more than enough. Like, I didn't even think I'd gotten enough. And lo and behold, I've gotten too many. <laughs> that's so funny. Um, okay. Anyway, guys, that's uh, It Follows. So please go follow these very, very culturally important Instagram <laughs> that are accounts. already successful. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, our next segment we're going to dive right into is our favorite, guys. It's Where You Been, Boo Boo? Uh, let's talk about what happened. Megan suggested this week's Where You Been, Boo Boo. Where have you been? Cause I never see you And it's Punky Brewster, everybody. Soleil Moon Fry. With them big old titties. With them big old titties. That is big titties. That is a thing I remember about her. Yeah. Because I was like young and I remember it was like the first breast reduction I'd heard mm-hmm. of. Yeah. And I was like, Same. who would do that? Isn't that what we all want to have big boobs? Mm-hmm. And now that I have several friends that have had them and I have pretty sizable boobs, I'm like, I would love to go down a size. Well, it was, I know? dream every day of it. Yeah. It was really tough for her, too, because I just remember her being Punky Brewster. And then every boy I knew, knew including my like brothers, because everyone was just like, Punky Brewster got titties now. Like, she just had been this like little well, cutesy and then had like, geez. Well, according to this Wikipedia, she suffered from gigantic gigantomastia gigantomastia <laughs> which is a like a, a, a like an affliction of two large breasts <laughs> okay so i shouldn't be laughing no 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 i mean obviously teenage boys aren't going to be like that bitch got gynomastia no they'll be like i'm giant titties, titties. <laughs> yeah and she got breast reduction um 3 months before her 16th birthday so she was wow. 15 wow yeah. that's young she's so, even done growing yeah. yeah so much like a lot of these people that leave um leave hollywood uh, she's tried to her hand at a couple of other different things. So she has, she started a clothing shop in LA okay. that was for children and it was like eco-conscious fashion for children. That seems like it would do great. There's one right by us that I I've know, been to. but it didn't. <laughs> okay. It was, it probably went the way of Belle Gray, which is Lisa Rinna's yeah. store. Uh, anytime I think celebrities try to open a store, they probably just like hire a manager to take care of it. And it just doesn't like, it, I don't think stores like go off. Do you know, in my neighborhood on the Upper West Side, there was a very nice children's clothing store that was run, owned by Tiger Woods's mistress. Oh, did he finance it? I thought she. I don't know. What? Wow. I she. There were many because one was a Hooters waitress. Yeah, it was <laughs> the brunette. It was a brunette that was like really okay. pretty. I knew her name. Like okay. when they when I found out the name. Like anyway, I'm not saying a Hooters waitress couldn't open a high end baby shop on the Upper West Side, but, but she it's couldn't. a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah. So she was like this. She's just this cultural iconic figure who was like a huge sitcom star and did some and and was in I believe what was it Charmed or something or. Let me just look this up. Sorry, I'm not as uh, Have you guys seen ready. The, the tra- she like did stuff on Friends. 
Sabrina oh, yeah. the Teenage oh, yeah, Witch, was, not Charmed. For but Sabrina. she was on Friends, right? Didn't she play a girlfriend? Yeah. Okay. She was a character on Friends, and she was she was on the cast of Sabrina the Teenage Witch for like 66 episodes. So wow. she, that was like the last big thing she did, I, I would say. I remember her on that. Wow. And then she hosted a show called Homemade Simple that was like a home improvement reality show. So she's tried a couple different things, you know? Mm. They'll try cooking. They'll try home flipping. And I'll watch And it. now, I'm sorry, I forgot to mention also that the, the child's... Um, Children's clothing store did turn into an online business. Oh, okay, great. So you can still get it. Great, I think that's good. Um, yeah, but that's what. So that's what she's doing now. So that's she's, what she's up to now. She's there really isn't a lot of information about she married? her. Married? Yes, she's married. Rich? She has four children. Wow. Mm. So um, she is married to. Let me. See. Oh, sorry. I bet she lives in Sherman Oaks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. Everyone we pick, I'm like, yeah, I think they live down the street yeah, from us. Definitely. She's married to a TV producer named Jason Goldberg. Okay, he sounds successful. Who was born in Bel Air is the first <laughs> okay. thing I just saw. Jason's so, yeah. doing well. I think she's doing okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... I'm glad that there's not a ton of updates on what she's doing right now, but a giant section on her breast disease. Oh, yeah. yeah. There is. like, But there, it just doesn't show much of what she's done in the past, like, you know, seven years. So she's truly just, I think, gone... She's a mom. Underground. She's a mom. I love it. Yeah. She's That's raising great. She made a documentary uh, that won Best Film in San Diego Film Festival in 2004. <laughs> that just sounds like something they would go to on like OC Housewives. Yeah. But the last thing truly that she did was 2013 Homemade Simple was a sounds like an HGTV kind of thing and doesn't sound like it. it sounds like she went out on her own terms. You know? Yeah. Maybe. Or like clawing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll marry a producer. <laughs> That's yeah. what I'd do. Me too. Oh, the show was on the Oprah Winfrey Network. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh <laughs> I didn't know that P- Punky and Op- Oprah were... I could see that being a good partnership. Sense. Yeah. Me too. Um, so, I don't know. Any other thoughts on Soleil Moon Fry, guys? We're happy for you. We hope all of your kids are healthy. God bless. Yeah, don't let your kids get stuck in a refrigerator. Remember what? that time Punky Brewster got stuck oh. in a refrigerator? <laughs> <laughs> Just a general parenting tip, guys. I um, keep thinking of her as Rainbow Bright, and I know that no. they're different, but they... I know what you're just saying. Costume designers feel similar. Yeah, and her name is Soleil Moon Fry. Like, it's a lot of... Yeah. Sounds like Rainbow Bright. Um, Rainbow Bright, if you go back and look at some of those movies, was kind of fucked up. Did you ever watch those movies? I don't think There's I a movie where these show. robots are covering the sun in a black wire. And they're just like robots and like Rainbow Bright has to cut the wire to let the sun back out. Maybe I was like on acid as a child, but that's what I remember. Please tweet us if you've seen this. uh, If you've seen this wire covering Rainbow Bright movie. Um, Okay, guys, let's get into garbage disposal. Biggest skit for LSL with Lady Gaga and Anna Samberg. The guy that did it did my dress. The part of the show we all love because we love reality garbage. So I just today caught up on... Um, the Atlanta Reunion and Vanderpump, which we haven't talked about Vanderpump Rules yet, but I think we have to. I caught up. Okay, so Vanderpump Rules, Vanderpump Rules, which again, this will be old in a week, but it's always fun to listen to this shit. People talk about it, I think. I listen to old bitch sesh all the time that's like 20 years old. You can see it in the preview, so we're not spoiling. Have you seen it? Not yet. Jackson Brittany break up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, be- I did. It doesn't I read that feel article. like it sticks. No, and stay. then I went right to his Twitter to see if that's happening, and yeah. it's not. No, oh, and like really? So mm-mm. he was like, "We're back together." Yeah, because he was like, he was even tweeting things today, like, "Our daughter is gonna do pageants," yeah. and it's like, "Okay, Jax, how's your social media he's job?" Such a fucking piece 
of shit that I want him to take that Tampa job. I'm like, take it and get out of my life. That is. Can we all stop pretending that that's a real job? No, I know. It's like his friend it's called him and was job. like, hey, man, I'll put in a good word for you at my company. And he's just like talking about yeah. it like it's a real thing. I think he has been offered a position, but I don't think it's a real position. No, it pays a thousand dollars a week. And he I'm flying yeah. to Tampa tomorrow. Actually, yes, tomorrow. I'm going to find out. I want you to investigate. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm, you should do some man on the street. You're like, how I'm do you gonna, feel about Jack's controlling the social media presence of your NHL team? The Tampa NHL team. I don't know what it is, but I'm going to find out. Yeah. I'm going to tweet That's at That's another thing. It's I'm like, you're not exactly office. going to cover the Rangers or like the LA Kings. You're going to cover a Tampa team that I can't even name. I like hearing Wait, you say sports. So, <laughs> <laughs> so he's the one that like starts this breakup? Like, yes. what well, the fuck? It's so, it's he's bad. such a piece of shit because he's truly like, after all this stuff, he's cheated on her. He's tried to make it seem like it was her fault that he cheated on her, basically. Like, every apology he has given her has ended with a but. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry I cheated, but you're not perfect. Right. Like, mm-hmm. he's such a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. But then, basically, he just goes, uh, he starts fake crying. You see these f- shitty crocodile tears rolling down his broken nose. <laughs> and he's like, and he's just like, I don't love myself, and so I can't be the perfect guy for you. But it's like, you just begged to stay with her. Like, yeah. you made a big thing that another guy liked her. Like, what? Ew, there is him. a really fun moment in the episode where they're all at Katie's pucker and pout party, <laughs> where Jack's, I don't know if he's been uninvited, but he's not there because of his cocaine-fueled outburst the night before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they show him in the apartment, and he is, like, hacking away at a halo top. Yes. And I'm like, you know what? Halo top is too hard. Like it does. You do sure. have to let it sit. Let for it sit though. Three what are minutes. You seven. Like he's <laughs> just like he want. Like I, right when I saw it, I was like, "That's Halo Top." Yeah. <laughs> well, he's not gonna be able to get in there. <laughs> can I also just say about the pucker and pa- like? Okay, and this is gonna come across a little bit in- insensitive, but oh, great. Remember the remember the video that they showed of Katie after she falls through the skylight. Of course. They revisit it in this last episode, and uh-huh. I just feel Un- like unseen footage. We've already seen it though. It's the same video. Well, but they have to tie in the So they're video. still ta- like, we're just like, oh, you know what? Katie was probably like, you know what's really playing with audiences? <laughs> my, my fall through a skylight. I'm, I am curious. Like, there, she has been getting a better edit. Uh, I don't know. Like, I do feel like it, it does seem odd that they waited nine seasons or however many exactly. seasons to let us to know. To be like, like, this is why she has a little scar. Uh, this mm-hmm. is the big trauma behind like her yeah. whole life and her... Per- it, they act like it's this driving force in her life and her personality and like... Because and- she starts talking about PTSD. Yeah. And it's like, if she's... She very well may have PTSD. More than Ariana's vagina. Yes. Yeah. But like we still... Well, that's made But up. we know Ariana <laughs> loves horses before yeah. we know... Katie fell through a plate glass yes, window. Like, exactly. That's crazy. We know Ariana does sketch comedy before. Uh, I, do, yeah. I do have to say, Dini, uh, uh, she'll listen to this, but she had a great point today that, like, enough of the horses, bravo. No. We don't so need to see much any other fucking person on a Lisa horse. Between Lisa and Teddy and Lisa on multiple television shows riding horses. <laughs> it's a lot. We know they're in Burbank, too. That's yeah. where the horses in L.A. are. Yeah. It's like, we don't need to be in Burbank. And then they go... <laughs> Well, Los Feliz too has horses, but I hear what you're saying. But that, like the yeah. stable, yeah. I used to live by it, and I'd walk by. I go, "Who the fuck is here?" <laughs> Hot, yeah. dirty. And then they go to Berlin, and like, what do we all think of when we go to a trip to Germany? Going on a group horseback ride? <laughs> no, so much. Like, 
too many. It's so dumb. Yeah, I agree with you. Anyway, the other funny thing that happens in Vanderpump Rules this week is that Kristen, like, <laughs> I banged my foot against a wall. She's on crutches. And she's on crutches. <sighs> and when they ask, she's like, I'm such a klutz. And she tries to do a dance like she's um one of those wind socks outside of a car dealership. And it's... It's like gifable. Like they should make yeah. it into a gif. It's so awkward. Kristen makes me sad. Yeah, but you know what? Carter is not coming across great. What? I, I don't. Oh no. I think he's a saint for being. But you didn't with watch her. this week. This right, episode is weird. Like she's casually like she's having at a, a man's casual dog. conversation with a guy and like not even flirty, and he's just like, "Why are you talking to so many guys? Why are you she, talking in to front me? of the man?" It's like. She's on. No one you know, wants to. You know they really have that drunk. kind of relationship where they yeah. get off on that shit. Yeah. They so love to fight. They love everyone, to be jealous. Because yeah. he was like, uh, he said that her on crutches was hot. That's weird. I think <laughs> That's so that make like if I had a black eye and my boyfriend was like pretty sexy, I'd be like, oh, they we have also to break up. They, they did a whole exit of her. Where she's trying to leave and they show her going oh, yeah. down like the restaurant's hallway, like you know, like back by the kitchen, and she's like. <laughs> Like and she's doing all these like sexual noises, just trying to move. I'm like, have you ever used crutches before? Like, I've Ugh. never even been on crutches, and I think I could operate them better than you. I do feel like the season finale is coming soon, just because it started around the same time that Beverly. Every like series as of late, Atlanta. It and it's not like they're sneaking up on us because it's going fast. There's just nothing happening. It used to be like yeah. you would find out the biggest thing and then um, you would have the reunion and now they kind of just like peter to yes. an end. Yeah, this you made finale, a great point. Yeah. Sorry. It's no. just not. When you said the D- Beverly Hills finale is Dorit's fashion Beverly show. Beverly Beach? That's the best we That's can what? do. Beverly Beach is a that finale. Is such a good point. You need to storyboard that again. Yeah. Because that's not right. I need you guys to go back to the drawing board and rework <laughs> yeah. this. That's not. Also, I when I saw a promo today that said, tonight, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, season finale, I literally out loud went, thank God. Uh-huh. Yeah. I was just like, I'm so glad it's over. Mm-hmm. It's just not... It's just not, and I'm so excited when it starts, but I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. it's nothing happened. Well, Megan and I were talking about, um, New York is the best because everyone in New York is crazy and broken, mm-hmm. and Beverly Hills is boring because everyone's happy and rich. Has space. They have space. Yeah. I did see Lisa Rinna. I know Chrissy's seen Rinna 17 times. <laughs> she goes to the La Panquotidian right by our house. <laughs> I saw her on the street walking, and she was, I'll just say how it was. She looked like she was doing like a remake for a Mary Tyler Moore that would be on crackle like she was like swinging her arms like <laughs> was she on film no oh this is her just like walking with an iced tea and i'm like i mean i know the finale's tonight but she had like it it if if i hadn't known it was rena i'd be like that that tweaker is happy yeah like yeah, it was yeah. weird can i say i do think rena is in the prime of her oh, life yes yes this is yeah. t- peak top she Rena. was at coachella <laughs> she's a hundred <laughs> She does diaper commercials Dude, and went you... to Coachella VIP. Listen, she probably wore those. You never have to of wait course. in line at Coachella when you're wearing poise pads. <laughs> That's fucking the way to do it, man. The Coachella group was her, Kyle, Kyle and Teddy. I'm like, oh, God. Oh, wow. Teddy looked cool. Were they filming yeah. for the show? No, they're just friends. And really? Mauricio was like in a pool. Okay. I They all, all their but stories. Rena did I, sometimes keep I feel Insta- like I'm too old for Coachella that I'm so sad that they're that they're going and I feel like I'm too old but maybe I'm not no you are not if you're VIP <laughs> I, I am VIP too. is different yeah but also like just don't go mm-hmm. why do, do you need to be there like I, I know she kept Instagramming pictures of her 15 and 18 year old daughters in like 
but like in thongs and like and I think and you know she was just like they were like mom go away yeah go st- leave us alone because I try to think I'm about if my, if, <laughs> if my mom had like V-I-V-I-V-I-V-I-V-I-P for Lollapalooza it'd be weird like I think you could just say V V V V V I V I P P P P P P P. It's still weird. It's just like V I P should be all the girls from the Bachelor two seasons ago who were doing Revolve ads. I watched all that. Raven did something to her face too. I bet Simone. No, no, I wish. You guys, I don't watch The Bachelor. I'm fully tapped out on that. I apologize. That's good. Um, I will one just to wrap up this segment. I will say that I did catch the night of 31 doorbells, which was a live watch. What happens? A la what Christy went to last week, and it was truly just 30 minutes of Andy introducing people. Like he just every time he catches his breath, he's like, "There's another doorbell," and then 10 more people came on. I was excited to see Dina Manzo. Jill Zarin was there. Jill Zarin's coming back. I get you guys. Mark my fucking words. They're going to bring her back as and a I'm widow. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. I welcome it. Can I-, I think that they, <laughs> they'll bring her back and and it'll be more Bethany stuff. I don't know, but I think they'll do it. Anyway, they're bringing back all these casts. The Vanderpump kids are there, blah, blah, blah. Then it's like, okay, we got five more minutes of showtime. Lou and the Lesseps just sings a song and then it's over. <sighs> Mm. Can I say something about Jill Zarin that I'm not allowed to say? <gasps> when I worked on Watch What Happens Live, yes. she was definitely Andy's most hated. Yeah, of all I really hated her. I feel like that reads. So you think that, but I think Andy, it's like if you look at the plots of it, mm-hmm. like to add her into the mix would be so smart right now. And she's got like this Bobby tragedy. Because mm-hmm. that was really sad when Bobby was That was died. really sad. Bobby was always just really like as a husband on, like the husbands can be monsters on these shows. And Bobby was always just like, whatever you want. I just they want loved you to be happy. each other. Yeah. yeah. They were so happy together, truly. Yeah. Bobby was a good guy. All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break. And then when we come back, we're going to reveal a secret. Okay, we are back and we are diving right into I'll Tell You Mine If You Tell Me Yours. I'll never tell. And today we're doing a New York City secret. That is our theme today. So, um, does, does anyone want to start specifically? I can go. I was a nanny in New York City as... Oh, God. The 11 bringing people up listening the children. now. <laughs> and I had to go buy a suitcase at the Union Square Marshalls. And I took my beloved little babe there. At this point, he was a year and a half. He could walk. And I looked away for one second to check out a Samsonite suitcase on sale. And when I looked back, he was gone. <gasps> Oh my gone god. at the Union oh Square god. Marshalls. Gone. Oh like, my god! And he is fat and French. You could sell this motherfucker for yeah. like good money. <laughs> and I'm just panic, panic, panic for about like thirty seconds to a minute. And like this but feels like there's a baby feels like an hour gone in New York. And then I see a suitcase that had four rollers sprint. Like just suitcase was just flying at me like Ghostbusters. And then I heard a giggle, and he was behind the suitcase pushing it at me but he was like at the other end of the store and i did i lost him and you didn't tell the parents no of course not right but so if they're listening now you can't hire megan gailey back (laughs) i just saw them on honestly if care.com is listening you need to take down megan gailey's profile um Um, do you want me to go or you want to go i don't know okay well (laughs) 
I'll d- my time was when I would go to the Chris Gathard show when it was a cable ac- or a public access show, and I got um, blacked out drunk, <laughs> and then um, I was trying to take a cab home, and my friend was like, "No, no, no, it's going to be like a sixty dollar cab," and I'm like, "Honestly, I, I can't like get on the subway. I'm going to throw up," and he was like, "No, it's too much money. It's too much money." So he gets me on the subway, and then he's like, "Okay, this is my stop. Bye," <gasps> and he left me on the Bastard. subway, and then I projectile vomited. <gasps> no. All over the subway. Oh, just in like, the car? N- no, I was on the subway. On the car, yeah. But like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. In yeah, the yeah. car, like, it, like honestly, like, five feet in front of me. I've never projectile vomited like this. And um, and then so I just scooted away. And then as other people got on, oh. I let them think it was someone else. Yeah, and I was like, like ew, you, disgusting. As you would. move cars. Ew. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted everyone to, like, you know, I was like, ew, watch out for that gross shit. Yeah. You know, but I, I was love drunk, that so in your drunk me. state of mind, you still were like, keep up the ruse. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, I love they that. They knew. They went 100%. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, were like, this I, bitch. <laughs> they probably, there was like a dribble of it on your shirt. <laughs> they were like, okay, babe. <laughs> I clogged a toilet on Wednesday at Gutter Bar, and, I, and a man knew. And I was like, I don't give. A-. He was like, well, I was like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> a man came here with Ebola. I don't. Yeah, care. yeah, yeah. I do not care. Gutter bar. Yeah. Oh God, I'm doing a show there next month. Yeah, it's a great show. <laughs> and like, I didn't clog it. Clog it. The toilet paper had just yet to go down. And yeah. I'm like, sorry, dude. Yeah. Bye. Where'd There's eight other. Okay, I'm going to tell you guys mine. This is a secret that I truly have never told anyone. And I told my husband when it happened. I said we are never speaking of this to anyone because. I am so embarrassed by it. And he then told a bunch of our friends at a party like a year ago in front of me. And I w- like melted his face with my eyes. And he was like, it's funny. We can laugh about it now. And I'm like, no, never. And I've never told anyone. So if you like a handful of people from this party know, but we one time in New York, we both of us, we got scabies. And it's so disgusting. Oh. It's so gross. How and my dermatologist, I went to my dermatologist because we both just had little bumps on our arms. And I was like, what is this? We both have it. And she was like, that's scabies. And I was like, oh my God, that's disgusting. Like I haven't done, I haven't been anywhere dirty. And she was like, the queen of England could get scabies. Like it's so, it's so common. It just happens. Like you, you might've gotten it on the subway. You might've gotten it on a bus. He had just been on a greyhound, my husband. Mm. So it might've been that. And you have to literally go to sleep one night. You have to cover your entire... See, this is why I don't want to tell anyone, because I feel like... No, it's okay. We're here for you. To me, it's like not as bad as bed bugs almost, but it's almost worse. But you don't see anything. You never see like a bug or anything like that. It's just like microscopic situation. But you have to put this... I end up like cream that is prescription all over your body and like go to sleep in it like naked. Mm -hmm. And so we both like just went to sleep like two (laughs) mummies covered in cream one night. And then you have to like you have to treat your furniture and stuff like that. But then it went away so fast. Like it went away in in, like a day. But it was so traumatic. And I was like, don't you ever tell anyone because I'm the kind of person that if you told me that I would think about it every time I saw you. (laughs) So I'm really facing my fears right now. And I'm telling a fucking public (laughs) podcast that um, seven years ago, eight, six years ago, I had scabies in New York. It was really I never had a bed bug. You guys are looking at me like you think I'm dirty. <laughs> no, and I can't not. handle that. I don't think that's crazy at all. I don't even all. know how you get scabies. I, yeah, I don't. I never you just get thought. it. It's they're like microscopic bugs that go. It's so disgusting. I, I thought like I had it. herpes for like six months. Really? Yeah. What was it? An infected hair follicle? No, I just thought I had it. Oh, you thought you had dormant herpes for six months? That's I, very different from me having scabies, Megan. Well, when you have unprotected sex with a Big Ten basketball player, you're like, who knows what could happen? <laughs> 
Now let's toss to our friend who's giving their secret. I'll never tell. Hi, everybody. I am so fortunate to be sitting here with hilarious comedian, one of Time Out LA's comics to watch of 2018. She's got an album coming out soon called Shazamming the Rain, which is a hilarious title to match a hilarious woman. And she's going to tell us her New York City secret. Go ahead, Lizzie. Okay, Kara. So when I lived in New York... I got hired to be a nanny for a millionaire who lived in Tribeca. Yes. <laughs> Megan and I have, are both nannied, so Do I'm loving this story okay. already. So we owned all this property. I never met the kids. He turned out to be a crack addict and just wanted someone to stay up at night with him and watch the Angels in America made-for-TV movie. What? <laughs> and he never... And... Then, at the end of working there, there was one night where all the doors were locked. I couldn't get in. And it turned out he had staged a burglary at his own house for insurance money. And there were all these, like, police swarming around and stuff. And I had to get, like, questioned and stuff about this guy. Oh, my God. Yeah. And did you never told anybody until just now? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'll tell you a different thing. No, that's great. I'll tell you a worse thing. I do want a worse thing. I don't care. Tell whatever you want. Okay, I dated this psychologist who only wore rollerblades. <laughs> this is actually, like, I hope this doesn't reflect badly. But, okay, I dated this psychologist. He did, He only wore, you know those people who are just like, who are you? He, like, was going back and forth from, like, New York to Spain, only wore rollerblades, always stayed in a hotel. And I was kind of seeing him, and I I couldn't pay my phone bill at the time. And one time we hooked up. And then afterward, he was like, I'll just pay your phone bill. And it oh, felt that's like, like very sex in the city. Did that feel like make you feel like a it felt like light prostitution? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Lizzie. I'll never and uh, thank you for that secret. Now, that's all we have for today, guys. So thank you all so much for listening. We are a new baby podcast, so please rate and subscribe us. And we would love to start taking questions or comments from uh, listeners. So please email us at let's talk about text podcast at Gmail. And if you go to starburns.audio, you can see like all of our episodes. You can see all of our socials. And um yeah, shout out to our producer, Rebecca, and everybody here at Starburns, as well as Coda for doing our theme music, and anyone else? And Alex for doing and our Alex art. And Alex for doing our art. Yeah, if you have any scapies questions, write in. <laughs> <laughs> Bitches. <laughs> Bye. Bye. It's a good show. <laughs> <laughs>